When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Ross. Now, the issue of succession planning and, you know, passing along the legacy of a business is one that is continually at the front of mind of any business owner. Uh, and with me today is, a, I believe, a, one of the finest examples of a handoff that we could find to offer. Now, a lot of folks out in the industry will know uh, Bruce Eccles of Eccles Auto in uh, in Dundas, Ontario, uh, regularly uh, kind of made the list of... Uh, excellent operations. Uh, but Bruce, uh, unbeknownst to many, <laughs> kind of officially retired some time ago now, not that you would know, uh, and <laughs> handed over the reins to his son, Scott. So Scott is with us too. So today, Bruce and Scott Eccles will talk about uh, how they got to where they're at now, the handoff process, the learning process, and, and uh, maybe a few lessons along the way. Welcome to the podcast, Bruce and Scott. Thank, Thank you very much. Uh, so starting with Bruce, um, you know, it, it, it's something that, you know, I mentioned it's sort of front of mind, you know, what do you do with your business? We all have that uh, clock ticking one way or the other. And, uh, so what was in your mind, uh, you know, when I'm going to have to go back probably a couple of decades now, when, when, uh, uh, when you looked ahead and said, oh, well, you know, what do I do with this business? That's got this great position in the community and, and, uh, you know, all that. Well, Andrew, some things fell into place naturally, to tell you the truth. You know, there were, there's obviously planning, but then there's also things that just luckily fall into place. But um, many years ago, um, I, I, I didn't want to be one of those uh, father-type business owners that sort of tried to hang around too long and maybe maybe was handcuffing the business with, with some old methods and, uh, and old-school ideas. Because um, I, I actually seen a couple shops not far from us where they never really had a plan. And unfortunately, to a certain degree, the business wound down because maybe they didn't move forward quick enough. And uh, I didn't want that to happen. But with regards to um, how things fall into place, in 2010, I had a motorcycle accident, which took me out of the business for a long time, at least six months, and really was the start of what I'll best describe as somewhat of a forced retirement. But, but um, at that time, Scott had already was running one of our shops. Uh, he'd already been running it for about three years. So he was sort of at that point getting groomed, whether it was fully planned or not, he was getting groomed to take over the whole operation. Well, then he kind of got thrown to the wolves because I, I was in the hospital. And anyway, so that, that, that you can say there was planning, but that was a bit of an accidental planning. So, you know, things did fall into place, so to speak. Yeah, I guess, I, you know, I, I had, of course, been aware of that and, and hadn't really thought about it for some time because you've been so active, involved. I mean, that's, that's almost a decade and a half ago now, you know, so it's a long time ago and you're, here you are still, you know. Um, so, Scott, when, when all that happened, uh, you know, and your dad was, was you know, uh, obviously, you know, super concerned about his, his well-being and health and continuation on this on this planet, too, right? I mean, it was... As I recall, it yeah. was pretty. It was a. It was a bad. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. 
I, I'm sure he has his own memories of it versus ours. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a tough situation for a bit. You know, and and uh, so suddenly there you are, a, a, a much younger guy. <laughs> Still a young guy now. I'm going to say that, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, you've had you've gotten your feet wet with one of the shops, and then all of a sudden, there you are, uh, and and you're yeah, you're the man, like like it or not, right? I think to all of this, I think also whoever like me, I, I found that I enjoyed the the office as much as I did the car, so. Uh, I think there is something there with succession. If you're going to like a, a son or a daughter, there there has to be an understanding of where their their strengths and weaknesses are. So uh, I enjoyed it. So yeah, I was uh, had the opportunity to buy it. We had an opportunity to buy a, a shop out in t- 2007, and I had just got licensed. And I asked, I believe I like asked, you know, Bruce, my dad, to be like, hey, we should buy this place, and I'll run it. And for some reason, he said sure. And uh, and then. He, he did do a very good job. That's one thing I will have to say um, in, in regards to, to what he was talking about being uh, not not the old guard hanging around. Uh, when we took over that shop, he just kind of let me do what I thought was right. And he let me make my mistakes um, without really getting all that involved on it uh, in it. And so I could uh, I could learn from what I did. And I didn't feel like something was um, you know, hovering over me, watching me what I did. Um, and then, uh, and, and, and from that kind of grew this, uh, so in 2010, I, I guess I was the guy making decisions. Uh, I knew how to run an office and I knew how to give people work, but I had no idea how the back end works. And, uh, so over time figuring, figuring that out and, uh, yeah, figuring, figuring that's, that's its own passion. The, the running of the business is its own passion and you have to want to be, want to do that. Sure. When yeah. you hear Scott talk about this, Bruce, a little bit, um, do, do you remember back to kind of some deliberate decisions on your part at the time when he started to want to, you know, take an interest in the business, in the trade and say, you know, like, let's make, let's see what we can do to make this happen without necessarily forcing it. Well, it, it's interesting, Andrew, because you know, Scott wasn't like your, like some garage owner's sons hang around the garage since age two and, and, you know, wash the floors and clean cars, blah, blah, blah. Scott actually worked at other shops. He worked at Canadian Tire and he worked at another garage. Um, and so we weren't necessarily grooming him to say, come into our operation. But then as he got older and more mature, you could see that he definitely had an interest. And so he did a couple of things really clever. He went to Niagara College and, and got a business diploma. And from there, he went to Mohawk College and got his uh, a technician's license so, um, and I'm proud to say he got on the Dean's list at both colleges. So he's a pretty bright kid. So I knew he could, I knew he could, I knew he could run the show. Um, we didn't actually like, he was running it, but I was still the owner. We didn't, we actually physically sold it to him. Uh, in, I think it was 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, March um, of 2019 is when I, uh, became the official yeah. owner. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Andrew, um, it actually, it, it, I will tell anyone listening to the podcast, put a plan in place, but you know, and it's going to take five years. Uh, the, the time we, cause we had to, cause we've got two daughters also. So we have three children. We had to get the business appraised. We had to get our equipment appraised. Like we put a proper value on the business. I mean, uh, and, and that I would suggest for anyone doing it is the, is a good start. Um, and obviously there's lots of dialogue and discussion and, uh, but how you go about it is everybody might do it differently, but you'll, you know, we, we hired a, a tax consultant lawyer, 
and our accountant worked with him because the ironic thing about all this is we not only are we trying to do good for Scott, but we're trying to do as best as possible for ourselves with regards to taxes. And mm-hmm. um, there, there, so there's more planning than just, hey, take over the business. There's a lot of behind the scenes things that you need to address and put into place. And then and to, to coin the phrase, you got to line your ducks all up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to I want to say also doing it the right way, because uh, the government will try to take it the biggest chunk as they can. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So yeah. there's, a, there's, a smart, there's a smart way to do it or a right way to do it. And, and you know, you seek yeah. outside help, right? So seek the outside experts. The same as, you know, yeah. we urge all of our uh, customers to come to, you know, those of us in the aftermarket uh, when they have a problem because we're the experts, right? Uh, and and uh, sometimes, though, uh, it, it, you know, in talking to uh, other folks in the industry, the same, does, the same lesson doesn't necessarily always <laughs> get yeah. – uh, Get listened when when we're looking for expertise, right? We try to do it all ourselves, try to fix it and and do it because you know we're smart, right? Yeah, <laughs> these are specialties, and some, and sometimes we can sort of unfortunately learn from other people's mistakes. So if you know of a scenario where the the transfer of the ownership didn't go well, I'm going to suggest that perhaps it wasn't a lot of the basics weren't covered at the start, which is exactly what I was talking about. That's when you got to hire your tax lawyer. You you got to rely on these people because. They know the ins and outs of, of proper court because it was a corporation. Scott bought our corporate. Well, it incorporated. It was Eccles Auto Service Inc. And so he bought the whole entity. And and, you know, you can talk all you want uh, as two guys that uh, fix cars and and, and uh, run a garage. But until you talk to the people that actually know about selling a business and, and that's a learning curve in itself. So we, we followed the advice from the people we hired and uh, it, and it's everything. Everything went smooth. I guess that's the other part of it too, is that, you know, seek out that professional advice and then follow it. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so how, you know, I mean, this is a, you know, this is a long process, right? Uh, you know, it's five years from that standpoint, but there's a, you know, obviously there's coming up through the business. How important uh, Scott to you was it to have what is clearly a very collegial relationship and, and open communication with your father? Well, yeah, I mean, working with your family can be difficult, um, but I, I do think my dad made it easier on me with a with a few things. Um, and the number one would be even even as I started running more of the business is is that freedom to make my own decisions on stuff, um, and then be able to just, like. There's lots of times where we're like where it is now. So officially, I'd say. Bruce is retired, um, but he shows up if he's home, he shows up every day for his coffee. And there's lots of times where I just hang out in the parking lot with him and we'll just talk for 15, 20 minutes where I've either been dealing with something or, or have an idea and be able to communicate back and forth. And he'll give me his, his thoughts on it, or, you know, maybe a previous experience and stuff like that. Um, there's, there's very little friction between us when it comes to running the business. Uh, and I think that's key. Um, especially like, you know, he spent in 20, five 30 years building it and then uh or 30 plus really and then and then i i've been there for 20 years somehow now um and uh yeah yeah if you don't get along and there's no communication i don't know how you're supposed to hand anything off or how it just won't work right 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 um so bruce let me ask i mean i'll ask you kind of the same question 
you know how important it is i mean scott mentioned you know you show up every day for your for your coffee and and uh uh how important it is is it for you to feel that you can still do that do that because i've certainly heard situations where it's like you know uh, family takes over a business and they're like, you know, dad, you, you dad or mom, you know, like you can't keep coming around, you know? <laughs> um, but how important is it for, for you? And, and are you, how do you continue to come around and still, how do I put this? Not be the owner. We'll be right back after this. Did you know that Delphi Technologies is the only OE full-line fuel supplier? Go with the global aftermarket supplier with over 3,200 SKUs covering more than 280 million vehicles in operation and with parts tested in OE durability and reliability conditions to ensure a quality fit and performance. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com. Well, it's interesting that that's a good question, but um, there, we've had we had such a time to this transition. We had time to do, to make the transition, but also interesting enough, um, when I go in, I just I I am now sort of for the best way to describe it, an employee, you might say, but really really part time. <laughs> but I go in and I see all the staff. I just absolutely love the environment. Still, nothing's changed. I mean, I. I, I take great pride in the place, and uh, I, and to be honest with you, um, I, I don't feel I don't feel um, necessarily uh, that I need to see any. Like I don't want to necessarily go in there and start trying to make all kinds of changes. There's a couple little things I always joke about. Like I always like to put park the cars that are finished at the back. We have we have little discussions about stuff the way I used to do it. But I almost do that a little bit in fun now because I'll I often say to the guys in the office and the guys and gals. Man, if this was my place, this is what we'd be doing. But that's, to be honest, that's more of a joke, and they all laugh. So, no, it, it it's been this. It's been a very smooth transition. I really enjoy going in. I call them my work family, and uh, and 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 I and I'm you know I'm welcome, obviously. But I but I also have enough sense to know when to let everyone get to work and get the heck out of their uh, you know out of their space. I, I would say so. As a, uh, I guess you can call yourself an employee, but I would say that Bruce is an ambassador of our business. And he, even if he's not at work, he's always working because uh, all he does is sell. He tells us in our business and what we stand for, and and the aftermarket and the whole industry. He he represents and he puts on his shoulders, and that has never that's been him the whole time uh, that I can remember. Um, so he's never not working. Um, and then also uh, uh, there's stuff. I think you take for granted or you forget when you're a kid, what your parents take care of and like little things like uh, we just had people come grade our lot because the gravel was all pushed out of the way. And like, I didn't notice, I didn't, didn't bother me, but he comes in, he's like, there's a problem here. We need to deal with it. And, and then it's like, it's, it needs to be dealt with. It's stuff that is, I just is off my radar or just got dealt with before. So I never thought of. So, uh, so he, yeah, he contributes every time he's in. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Now you said and, something, uh, Bruce, uh, uh, very soon, as, as, as I'm sure as, as Scott knows too. I mean, uh, you know, Eccles Auto has, has been on the list of, you know, community favorites and uh, various different kind of community favorite businesses and number one businesses and, and all this kind of stuff. And even, you know, uh, in the past technicians from the shop have, you know, won national awards. So, you know, there's a habit of winning here, uh, you know, I think is a way to put it. Um, how does it feel when you receive notice that uh, Scott 
had received an alumnus of distinction award from Mohawk College. I think there's only a, only a handful of people that that was a proud moment, right? Very, very proud. Um, I think th there's a couple of things there. Like uh, that, this the, to take the automotive industry out of it. Just take father and son. Obviously, there's a lot of of pride, and uh, and he worked harder in college uh, than I probably thought he did. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, so yeah, I, I'm really, really proud. And um, the thing that's that's amazing is. Um, that Eccles Auto Service, even in these different times, because as you know, things are different than they were. The cars have changed dramatically. Everything's changing. But I feel that we've, uh, and Scott's really led the way in the last couple of years. I think we're moving the way our business, the aftermarket has to go. And I'm very proud of that because the only thing really constant, and I've been doing this since 1975, is change. I mean, if you try to fight change, you're in a lot of trouble. And I've seen so much change. Like when I started, I was uh, changing points and plugs on tune-ups and, uh, you know, and, and then you do a major tune-up, you put ignition wires on, well, all that stuff's gone. And, you know, and, and now we're talking EVs and all kinds of things. So the, we've managed uh, to move our business along with, with the, with the industry. And I think, uh, so back to your question about Scott, I think Scott has, has obviously, uh, made uh, an impression on Mohawk College to see where Eccles Auto Service is today, and he started at Mohawk College. So you know, th obviously, they they saw some recognition there in, in in that alone. So yeah, I'm very proud. How does it feel to hear your old dad talk about you that way, Scott? That's how he always talks about me. So <laughs> no, uh, obviously it's awesome. But yeah, I would I would say that he. Uh, Anytime, especially work-wise, uh, I know he's proud of me. He lets me know. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's also a lesson there, too, for folks out there listening is, you know, it can be stressful times. And when, you know, the maybe the younger family members are coming up through the business, they don't always get it right. Allow them to make their mistakes. But, you know, uh, you know, let them know you're proud when they get it right and all the time through it because it's a, it's a big effort, right? So, uh, yeah. So just going to quickly segue in here because uh, Bruce introduced the topic. Uh, Scott, you know, what, what do you think, uh, you know, uh, the, it's not so much a succession, but it's a succession of technology in a way, looking ahead, uh, for, for Dundas Auto or for, in Dundas and, and, uh, Eccles Auto and the industry at large, uh, how do you approach the, the changes? I mean, you know, the issue I hear about on the EV front, everybody talks about EVs is a lot of places, there's still not many of them. So the, uh, shop owners are trying to manage their, their commitments and, and, and investments to, to get it right. And, and uh, you know, we're kind of at a kind of a threshold here, right? So what do you, what's, yeah, what's your take? So I think if you're talking to uh, the aftermarket in general, I think part of it will be is what is your demographic? What is around you? Um, so Dundas compared to, you know, local, other local areas, we, we probably have a pretty high percentage of hybrids and EVs. Um, and so, we might see some more than someone who lives, you know, in a more rural area. Um, so then my, my commitment to it might be a little more than their, uh, them. Uh, so you're either, I think at this point, depending where you are, um, you're either looking into investing into tooling and some training, knowing that this might be a little premature. I say we're, we're posturing ourselves for when it starts to come We're we're, we're making sure we're not playing catch up. Um, that we're, we're going to be ahead of those cars coming in that we know what we're doing. Um, and, and the other option, I mean, there's lots of shops who have just decided to go full in on it. Right. And that's what they do. Um, and that's all they do. 
Uh, and then that's, that's its own, that's its own, you know, business plan and, and style. Um, but for, for us in Dundas, I mean, Toyota hybrid Priuses have been around for a long time. Um, we see a lot of them here, a lot of hybrids here. And, uh, just cause it's like the, the brand name everyone recognizes, we probably have over 20 Teslas that just come into the shop. And so while they're their own beast, that, that, that market share for us is there that we can start to in, invest into being able to work on them and, and maybe, uh, you know, it'll just end up growing. They're just, you know, obviously people are pushing for them. So we're just going to see more and more. Um, but, but part of it would be is, is, are you even seeing any at this point and, uh, putting a plan together for when you think you might see them. But if you're, if you're going to play catch up, you'll probably let be left behind. Right. Right. So Bruce, uh, you know, uh, with a view towards, uh, other shops and businesses that might just be entering, thinking about succession with this added, uh, you know, element of, uh, you know, technological transition on top of it. Um, is there anything that comes to mind about uh, making sure that you get it right in that transition? Well, I think the, uh, you're talking the transition into more modern technology. Is that what you're saying? Technologies, but also like if you're, in, you know, somebody who's, you know, uh, looking at uh, transitioning their business in, in, in succession. I mean, this is, you know, having, uh, you know, this other kind of element in there is, I mean, it's a consideration. Yep. Yeah, well, hey, it's something to think about. And, and it's a very, very good uh, question or statement is if your shop is already falling behind, are you handing over, uh, are you flogging a dead horse at that point? In other words, are you handing a family member or anyone buying your business? If it's already behind, it could be problems, right? It could be a failing business already. Maybe the numbers look good, but maybe if you really deep, uh, dig deep, you may find that the business is struggling. So, uh, so maybe say the one thing we've always been since 1984, when we actually opened our doors, uh, we've always wanted to fix what was current. Like in other words, I don't really care about 10 year old cars. I really want to know what's rolling off the production line today. Well, that that's the same way Eccles Auto Service works to this day. I mean, the 10-year-old cars come in the shop, but I want to know what's rolling off the production line, whether it's a hybrid, whether it's a, an EV, whether it's a, you know, a diesel. We need to know what's going on. And if you're trying to sell your business and you've fallen behind, what are you, what are you doing to that person that's buying the business? So it's a very good point. I mean, so for the buyer, from the buyer's perspective, they need to look at that. They need to look at where this business, this shop is positioned with regards to to the the uh, new technology, right? Yeah, I think I think to that point too is that's 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 all ingrained in into your culture at your shop, right? So, yeah. Um, so since nineteen eighty four, you know, you know the carburetors, the fuel injection, that was scary for people. I don't. Yeah. Well, for my generation, that barely ever carburetors work by magic, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I don't see any difference in that, in the sense of like we're just we're. We're advancing to a new technology. This is what's new. This is what's coming. This is what you have to do. Um, and we're we're all about making sure we can do it. And because I'm, I present that to my staff, and that's how we operate. Then the staff, you know, they're excited to work on it too. And then everybody, no one grumbles about having to learn about it. Like that's part that's part of who we are. And uh, and I think that's something your your business would need is that sort of culture to be to make sure you're you're always looking at what's new. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense. And it's not something that you can just flip the switch overnight. I mean, uh, I guess if a shop yeah. looks around and they say, you know, 
I think maybe I might have fallen behind a little bit. It's going to take, you know, I don't want to do that to somebody. Uh, so I'm going to have to, you know, step up our game, right? Yeah. And and so the thing is, too, that if your technology is here and it's changing rapidly and everything in our lives, absolutely everything. But it, there is a lot of available training. But if a business is struggling and, and then there's, a, you know, financial reasons they can't send their text to training, then boy, once you're behind, you're behind. It, it, it's uh, it's hard to get caught up. And in fact, I'm not sure if you fall too far behind, you ever catch up. You end up uh, like so many shops just closing the doors when they can't. They you know they can't even do brakes hardly on some of these new cars now. So yeah, it's, it's important to sort of stay current. But I think back to the the original thing, 1984. It was important to stay current then. Right. Right, right. And, you know, from your standpoint, I guess, Scott, if you had looked around the business that your dad had been running and said, I'm not really that interested in fixing a bunch of 68 Camaros. Um, I'd be pretty interested in that, but no. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Bad example, yeah. you know, but still. Yeah. yeah, I only know what I, I only know what I went through and that this business was always presented as uh, a, the kind of uh, automotive repair shop, shop that I always wanted to be. Uh, the best and uh, represent our industry the best that we can and have, you know, uh, the best tool and equipment and try and try to be able to work on everything uh, current model. It's always been kind of the way we've been. And I mean, I absorb that culture and then that's what I present. And uh, and you hope that your staff is on board with you. That's excellent. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. This has been really wonderful for folks out there listening and thinking about their business and the next step and handing it off to another owner, whether it's a family member or something else out there. Uh, you know, uh, kind of food for thought is, is you know, yes, you're handing off a business, but are you handing off a, a vision for the business as well? Are you are you handing off a culture? You're handing off a culture is the, the person or people you're thinking about? Are they are they buying into that culture as well? Because these things all need to fit well together, right, gentlemen? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so anyway, thanks, everyone, for listening. Before you go, uh, I want to remind everyone uh, to take a visit to righttorepair.ca, uh, get all the updates on Canada's uh, fight for uh, the right to repair uh, consumers' vehicles as the consumer wants. Uh, if you have time and the want to do it, you can become a grassroots champion. All the information on talking points, how to talk to your elected officials, how to talk to whoever will listen, including customers, about what's really at stake here and why right to repair for the consumer is so, so important for them. Uh, again, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening today. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Bruce. It's always a pleasure. Take care, everyone, and we'll talk to you next time on the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast. Listening to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of Chat Integrated Media. Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technology steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com.